Hey there, Sharon Hornell from here. Let's talk about how to keep them coming back to you time and time again to supersize your business. Them being, of course, your clients, your customers, your patients, whatever it happens to be for your organization. But the people that actually do business with you that keep you in business, the reason you're in business in the first place. How do you keep them coming back for more? Now, we spent a couple of days talking about customers, how you find them, how you get them, how you serve them, and make sure that they have an awesome experience with you and you get them the result that they're expecting. If people have a good experience with you and you help them solve a problem and you get them the result that they want or you delight them, they're much more likely to come back and do business with you again than if you don't do those things. And chances are, if you don't make an impression, get them the result, do what you say you're going to do, they will not come back. They will search out their solution from someone else in the future. We don't want that to happen. So make sure that you are delighting, you are wowing, you are delivering what you say you're going to do every time you come in contact with someone that you're serving. You're here to serve other people, to give them what they're looking for in exchange for the resources they give you. It's usually money, but it's not always money. So along the way, you've collected some way to be in contact with them, right? either an email, a phone number, an address, whatever is appropriate for whatever it is that you sell, whatever your business or service is, whatever your product or service is. And the, you've heard, I know you've heard this before, they say the fortunes and the follow-up. People need a lot of touches to do business with you in the first place, but once they do business with you, you can't just drop them like a hot potato. You can't just go on that one date and never call. Well, you can, but you're not going to have a relationship with that person. It's the same thing with your customers. If you deliver your product or service and you never have any contact with them again, chances are when they go or they have a problem that's similar or something that you could very easily solve for them, you're not going to be the person that's at the top of their mind when it comes to finding a solution to that problem. So you need to continually be in contact with the people that you have served in the past, that people that have come to you for a solution. Now, the higher price the item is, I personally believe the more important it is to remain in contact with people. Because chances are, if you've solved a high cost, high ticket, high price problem for them, they're still going to have another problem in the future that might be high price, high cost, high ticket that could benefit you and your organization in the future. I want to give a little example. This is eyeliner. I have used this exact same eyeliner. I think it's, I need my magnifying glass, Ultra Liner from Maybelline or something. I'm not pushing it, but I'm just saying, I have used this same eyeliner since I was 15 years old. Now, does Maybelline keep in contact with me? Do they send me coupons? Do they even know who I am or that I exist or that I've used their product for like, I don't know, 37 or 40 some years? How old am I? 58 minus 15 is 38 years. So do they know I've used their product for 38 years? No. Do they care? No. Why not? Because it's a really low ticket item. I think this stuff costs like five or six bucks. When I first started using it, I think it probably cost like a buck 99 or something. So it's not a big deal. I don't expect them to ever be in contact with me. I use this product because it gives me the result I want. It's consistent time and time again. So if you have a low ticket product or service that you provide, you don't need to be doing a lot of the things I'm talking about. All you need to do is be focusing on that you're giving people what it is that they expect in a consistent quality way. You don't have to do the communication with them. But if you're selling high ticket coaching or cars, for example, my last automobile, the person I bought my last automobile for from 
continues to email me and send me offers from the company and follow up with me because they know that within a certain amount of time, I'm going to need another car and they want to be in the top of my mind. They want to be in my conscious awareness so that when I go to solve the problem of needing another car, I at least think of them and consider their brand as an alternative. And the salesman wants to keep me in the top of his mind so that I consider him as the person I buy my next vehicle from. Smart. Actually, really, really smart. And although he could be doing a better job of it because all he ever sends me are the company emails and the brand emails, if he were to send me um, some more personal things and to build actually build a relationship with me, I, I for sure would go buy another vehicle with him. But as it stands right now, yeah, probably not going to because his company made me mad about something else. So I'm probably never going to buy that brand vehicle again. There is the importance of building a personal relationship because maybe he couldn't sell me that same brand again, but he could probably refer me to one of his friends in another, alt, you know, brand dealership and get a, you know, some kind of a payback or commission from that, from, from hooking me up with somebody else with a different brand of vehicle. Lesson learned. So you've got to stay in contact with people. You can't just you can't just stop talking to them. You can't just stop talking to your significant other or your spouse and think you're going to have a good relationship. You have to continue to nurture and grow and build on that relationship. In a relationship that is a, a intimate one-on-one -on -one relationship, just like you do in your business relationships. It's all about the relationship. It's not about just one-off selling to people and hoping that they'll come back again because they had a decent experience with you. I guarantee if they didn't have an awesome experience with you, and even if they did, they might not come back if you don't find some ways, not just some way, to stay in front of them, to, to, to have them know that you still exist and that you're out there and that you have other problems that you could solve for them. Because chances are when you sold them something, they solved that immediate problem, but then guess what? Life is always giving us situations we need to handle and problems we need to deal with. So chances are that if you could solve a big problem for them in the first place or a little problem, they've got another problem that you could solve for them as well. So we always want to be putting our, ourselves in front of them and letting them know, number one, that we exist. Number two, that we appreciate them. Number three, that we've got other things that we can do for them. And the best way to find out what those best things, those things are is just to ask them, ask people what's going on. And that, that's what comes out of relationships. People tell you, people tell you exactly what you need to create, do to serve them better. Um, and I recommend that you find ways to automate this process. Not all of it, because we don't want to underestimate the value of the personal touch, but automate some of it so that it's automatic. Figure out a way to automatically send people birthday cards. Figure out a way to automatically communicate and send people a message, you know, on a regular basis. And you only, only you know what the right frequency is for you. I've been hearing a lot about you need to send an email to your list every single day. I admit I don't do that at all. I'm totally guilty of not doing that. I probably way under communicate with my people instead of over communicate with them. But I do have high personal touch. I, I Voxer, I talk to, I call, I FaceTime with, and I don't FaceTime because I don't have an iPhone, but I, I do video calls and things. I have a high touch, high impact when I'm working with people and building relationships. Um, and I do believe in the personal touch. I don't think that we can automate anything. And I know people are going to be arguing with me and say, oh, messenger bots and email can do it all for me. Well, no, it depends. It depends on if you're selling me Maybelline, yeah, it can absolutely do it all for you. If you're selling me a car or a coaching program or a big ticket item, guess what? Just emailing me is not going to cut it. I'm not going to buy and I'm probably not 
like everybody else, but I'm a pretty active buyer. I'm not going to buy anything just off somebody emailing me. I have over 14,000, almost 15,000 emails in my, my one main inbox, and that's not my only email account. So yeah, email's not going to break through and get my attention. So do what works for you and for your customers, but know that it's all about staying in front of them, continuing to get their attention, and continuing to serve them. And you serve them for free by giving them free information and free content on an ongoing basis, or just sharing things with them that you know would would benefit them, that they would like. You run across an article that you know you had a conversation with them and their daughter has got a learning disability. You find a cool article about a new technology, a new thing that a teacher's doing, and you just send them to them, hey, I saw this, thought of you, and, and sign your name. That's how you build relationships and create customers that come back to you and think of you first when they have a new problem to solve. Go out, make it an awesome day. And of course, I will be with you tomorrow to give you another supersizing, probably with customers, because we're doing the Women's Summit launching today, uh, something to do with customers. Bye.